Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the College to Pro.com NFL Draft Blast. Welcome to our first edition of the JVP and Bo Show. You know us as Justin Van Poolfam and Bo Marchant, and as we're going to bring you NFL football, draft talk, free agency, everything that goes in line with this upcoming 2020 season. And if you don't know Justin Van Poolfam, um, he is, I guess, everything you can think about in terms of uh, an agent, a media guy. Uh, a scout. A, he puts. The, he has put together all-star collegiate games. Um, if it has to deal with football, Justin has his hands in it with one way or another. But that said, Justin, how's the day treating you, my man? Good, good, Bo. It's good to be on with you again, as always. And uh, love talking football. Now the Super Bowl's over, and now on to you know the non-playing season, getting ready for the NFL Combine, and then the draft, and you know, then it kind of just keeps on going. You know, yeah. it really never stops. Definitely, and I'm excited to get this going. I mean, we always do some draft stuff, and uh, but you know, each time we see each other, we always talk about doing this. And and the last time when we saw each other down at the Senior Bowl. I told you, you know what, I'm going to text you, we're going to get this thing going, so we got it going so far, and hopefully we continue this, because I know we get a really good response from um, our listeners, and I know they love you, I mean, I know our numbers always are, are peaking when you join the show and kind of share your expertise with us, and we have some topics, so you guys know what we're going to talk about today, uh, we're going to talk about, you know, the, the, the free agency, you know, that includes Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, um, we're going to talk about the 49ers, they have some pending names, and Emmanuel Sanders, and Jimmy Ward, Armstead is another name on that list. Um, we're also going to discuss, uh, you know, the NFL's idea of going to 17 games. And then we're going to talk about um, Patrick Mahomes. And obviously he's in line for that next mega contract. But, uh, Justin, why don't we start with the Cowboys? Um, you know, I think news broke the other day that, you know, Dak Prescott turned down a $33 million per year deal. How do you think this is going to kind of go in terms of, you know, Dak possibly signing a long-term deal? And, and do you think they'll get to the point where they have to use a franchise tag on him? You know, I mean, I think if you look at all the free agent quarterbacks, you know, obviously starting with Tom Brady and obviously Dax are going to be a free agent. They could use the, the franchise tag on him. You know, Philip Rivers, Jameis Winston, I mean, the list goes on. Drew Brees, obviously Drew said he's only going to play for New Orleans or retire. But I think in terms of, you know, I, I don't think they're going to be able to get this done because I think, you know, as far as Todd France, his agent there at CAA, you know, kind of wants to be able to see what, you know, what's going to be the market, you know, is what's Brady going to get? What's, you know, what's what's Philip Rivers? You know, what's what's really going to be that market there? Hey, you know, right now the you know the top player in the NFL pay wise, you know, uh, APY average per year is Russell Wilson at about thirty five million. So I'm sure that they want to you know be thirty five million, you know, point one, you know, to be able to beat you know Russell Wilson. And the standpoint is, you know. You know, Cowboys fans, I mean, he was 8-8. Eight eight. Is he worth that? You know, and again, I think that's the standpoint. So do they, if he's turned down this deal, do the Cowboys say, hey, we'll franchise him and take it year by year and maybe we'll go get another, you know, another young quarterback? I mean, I think it's going to be interesting. And the same thing, 
like I said, you know, do they look at kind of that free agent market? You know, Teddy Bridgewater's a, a you know a free agent. I mean, I think that's that's the, the options that the Cowboys have there. Do you, and do you think? And you know, when I look at this Dash Prescott deal, um, you know, and I think, well, you know, if it gets to the point where they have to franchise him, I, I immediately think of Kirk Cousins in Washington and how they, you know, they kept exercising the franchise tag on him. And uh, you know, it's, I'm also, you know, and, I mean, 33 million is a lot. Um, you know, and if you want the 35, you know, it's up to what Dak's willing to play for. But um, you know, as a franchise, and you know, Kirk was a fourth round pick. Dak was a fourth round pick. Um, do you think it? The, you know. Do you think there's just stems a little bit of a lack of yeah, that commitment by a franchise just because they have that fourth round tag? And I know that might sound strange, but I mean, you know, each season I always count and you know, and I post on Twitter, you know, how many first round quarterbacks. And usually, you know, there's 32 teams in the National Football League, and barring an injury or like the you know Andrew Luck retiring before the, the beginning of the year. You know, you have about 22 or 23 guys that are first-round picks that are starting quarterbacks. Do you think any of that residue kind of is sprinkled on? We've seen it with Cousins. You know, a couple years in Washington, the fail. You know, fail to commit long-term. Do you think this is something that could possibly happen in Dallas? I think so. I think you're 100% right in your assessment there in terms of hey, you know, people look at they're always going to look at Dak as a fourth-round pick. They always look at kind of how you came into the league, not necessarily as far as what your you know level is. They always talked about Kurt Warner being an undrafted guy. You know, Tony Romo was an undrafted guy. So, you know, Tony Romo was never the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. You know, so I think that's they, they always looked you know, look at kind of how you how you came in the NFL, not necessarily always how you've done, you know, in the NFL. And and Dak Prescott's a a good, you know, good quarterback. Now the question is, is he a franchise quarterback? Is he a guy who you know, you know, takes that needle and, and you know makes it go on the positive side, like we saw, like a uh, a um, Patrick McComb, um, you know, do with this the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, like I said, I, and that's where I kind of get caught in the dilemma is, and I love Dak's game, and you know, and again, you have to have the pieces, and you know, they brought in Cooper a couple of years ago. Um, you know, I mean, you look at Jason Witten, you know, the guy who came out of retirement to, you know, go back in the game. So, you know, as, as good as they are, you know, I mean, I think there's still some deficiencies, especially if Cooper, I mean, Cooper's a free agent. You know, will Dallas have the money to both bring Cooper and Dak back? Um, I mean, right now, I mean, it's early. It's February. We got about, you know, we're at the end of the month, we'll be down at the scouting combine in Indianapolis, and we'll be doing live podcasts from down there. But, uh, I mean, do you think, uh, if you had to say right now, Justin, do you think both Dak and Cooper are signed and Cowboys when the 2020 season begins? No, I, I think, you know, they'll probably have to franchise Dak, and then because of that, it'll just be too costly to bring back Amari Cooper. I think the goal was, hey, let's get Dak done at 33, uh, you know, average per year, and then we could franchise, you know, Amari Cooper. But, you know, with that, I just don't think, you know, unless they get this Cooper, I mean, the, the Prescott deal done before, Free agency opens up and able to, you know, franchise Cooper. I just don't see that happening. Definitely. And you mentioned Todd France and CAA. I mean, uh, is Todd? I mean, do you know anything? I mean, is Todd Todd pretty hardball when it comes to negotiations? I mean, I think you look at you know his past you know records and, and, and you know they've they've kind of taken that hard line stance there as far as that CAA from even the rookie deals when they've done it with you know with the Bosa's you know both both Joey and you know Nick. I mean, obviously didn't report you know on time there because they're trying to work out language. So they're gonna they're gonna try to go you know for the 
best thing for their client and what they, they you know, kind of get everything out there. And we've seen New England, we've seen Tom Brady take, always take kind of friendly, di- you know, discounts or hometown discounts or team-friendly deals to be able to build up that team and be able to have that. And I don't think that Prescott's willing to do that. Brady in Dallas, Justin? Uh, you know, again, I think Brady, you know, I think, I think that brings up a, a great topic there is where does Tom Brady go? I think that's a, you know, a domino for those quarterbacks. And I think everybody looks at it and goes, hey, does, does Brady stay in New England? And, and I, mean, I think that's a hard thing to do. I mean, I think to standpoint, unless they're willing to pay him, you know, top dollar, I think Brady wants to go ahead and get a couple, you know, you know, some chunk of change for these next two years. And does he end up with the Chargers in, in L.A., you know, and they pay him $30 million a year? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, you know, I I read Gary Meyer's book on Manning and Peyton. I just finished it about a month ago, and it just you know we anyone who follows the game of football knows you know you know Bill Belichick as great as Brady is, uh, you know if you're not if you if Bell, if Bill thinks he can play get better play from another player, um, you know he's going to move on. So I think at the end of the day, I think if you know Bill thinks that this is an, and we know that Kraft and Brady are close, but uh, you know Belichick's about the Patriots and not about you know a player or himself. Um, let's move on. And once again, you're listening to the JVP and Bo Show here on iTunes, Apple Music, Blog Talk Radio, all opportunities to download and listen to these shows at your leisure. As we're going to bring you featured guests, we're going to bring you insight that you're not going to find in too many places just because we have our hands and a lot of different things that most don't. So it allows us to share with you a little bit of insight that you might not find anywhere else. So make sure you put this on your podcast of things to do and things to listen to list. Um, let's go out to the West Coast. Um, disappointing loss on um, that fourth quarter uh, debauchery for uh, the 49ers. But they got some uh, decisions to make. I mean, uh, you know, Emmanuel Sanders, they brought him in. He's at the end of that contract as well. He's 32 years old. Um, is he going to be looking for a big payday or do you think he's a guy that's going to kind of take a, a hometown discount, if you know, as you would say, and, and maybe stay with the Niners? Yeah, I think so because I think the standpoint for him to be able to do that, be that kind of that number one guy there, you know, looks like they're probably going to franchise, you know, Armstead, Eric Armstead, the defensive lineman uh, there. Um, that's kind of what the talk's been there. And so to be able to, for Emmanuel Sanders to do, you know, stay there, I mean, I think you'll have to take kind of a team-friendly type deal there. Um, and then does, do they, or do they, can they afford to keep Jimmy Ward there? So I think it's, it's hard, you know, they're up against the cap. I mean, they, they don't have a ton of money to spend. You know, they've spent a lot of it, you know, obviously giving Garoppolo that deal, and they've got him, you know, there versus, like, Kansas City where they got Patrick, you know, Mahomes on a, you know, rookie deal, you know, and you're able to get a Sammy Watkins. You're able to, you know, uh, pay a Tyron Matthews and different things like that. And so once you don't have that kind of that, you know, set, when you got to pay that quarterback, it kind of puts a lot of things out of whack, and you're not going to be able to be as flexible as you would when you have the, the quarterback on a rookie deal. And how about Jimmy Ward? Do you think he's in their plans, or is this something? I think I think they're going to have to, you know, kind of move on for him with you know with Armstead, you know, prior to our, you know, you know, as far as the priority being Eric Armstead and you know Emmanuel Sanders, as far as the free agency stuff there. Yeah, definitely, and then Jimmy Ward's going to definitely attract attention. And, and free agency, I mean, you know, that's going to be the hot topic, and especially the quarterbacks. I mean, that's going to be – I don't remember a time where, you know, you had such big quarterback names in play. Um, imagine if Eli Manning didn't retire, Justin. I mean, he would be an, an, another candidate on where you know where Eli Manning's going to go. So um, we're going to have a lot of fun as we move through these months and weeks as we build towards the draft in, in April, April 23rd, 24th, and 5th in Las Vegas, and that we'll be getting things underway. 
Okay, um, let's move on to the 17-game schedule. It's been a hot topic. I know Twitter had a poll over 56,000 votes, and 63% uh, of the audience, or I say the uh, voters, polled that um, they did not want to see 17 games. Um, do you think that's going to go that route, and what is, what's your own thoughts? I mean, I think if the owners want it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go. You know, because I don't think the players are willing to miss game checks. And to be able to not go 17 games and be able to basically put in line in the sand saying, well, I'm going to play 16, the players would have to basically eliminate the 2021 season. Would have to basically say, we're not playing, you know, there and basically miss the whole season. And, and the NFL players aren't going to miss game checks. And so they're going to have to go to 17 games, ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I, I, you know what? I, I, I haven't talked to anyone about this, but you know, I, you know, you know, we, we, we grew up when games were, you know, uh, fourteen, and then they, you know, I mean, granted, back in the day, what you got about ten or twelve, and you know, when Jim Brown was playing, it was twelve, and then it jumped to fourteen, and you know, I'd kind of like to read or get some research done on what it was like when it went from fourteen to sixteen, you know, because I'm sure, you know, at the time, you know, there might have been discussions, but again, I, you know, the bottom, the bottom line is money, and you know, I, I still think at the end of the day, I think. Uh, the stance you see from the players NFLPA side, in my own opinion, is, you know, like, hey, we're going to take this stance that we're really against it, and that way, that way, when it comes talks, it's going to allow us to maybe get even more money than what we're initially going to ask for, because you know, you know, if we come across that this is not something we want, and we're going to stand hard and put our line in the sand. It just makes that when those talks come. Um, but I, yeah, I agree, it's it's going to happen, and you know. At the end of the day, these guys are going to make more money. It's an extra big check that these guys can have. And listen, if you're going to get hurt, you're going to get hurt. We know the game's violent. They know what they sign up for. Um, it's just part of what they do. When you, when you look at that, Boris, when you look at, hey, let's say they go down to two preseason games. So let's say they go from a schedule of 20 to basically 19, you know, there in terms of, and is a guy who covers the Steelers who's there, you know, at Heinz Field, sees kind of the people that are making their, their living off of, you know, around the game, the parking attendance, the concessions, the, the bars, and everything like that. Do you think that, you know, basically taking a game away, do you think that's a, a big deal? You know, big deal. You think for is losing two preseason games and a one regular season game, you know, does does a better deal there? Or would you like to see them go to three preseason games and, and 17 regular season games? How would you like to see that? Um, you know what? I'd probably like to see three games still in the preseason. I mean, you know us. I mean, we're so draft-oriented, and, you know, we've worked so long with so many fringe guys that, you know, on the outside looking in. I just think every rep you can get in preseason helps. Um, you know, for the people who are just infatuated with, you know, Patrick Mahomes and stars, um, you know, there's so many pieces, so many players that you don't know that are integral parts of these teams. Um, from that standpoint, I mean, I love the preseason. To me, I mean, that's reality TV at its finest. I mean, this is do or die. I mean, you're going to either make it or, the, you know, you're going to ask for your playbook. So I would like to see the three preseason games. Um, the two, I think, would be just a little bit, you know, it's like anything. You need to audition. You need to practice. You need to, you know, coaches need to see. I just think it, it's a disadvantage for the coaching staff to kind of find what these kids have. But, you know, I, I know it's a mockery. People hate preseason football. Um, but I, I think we're both in agreement, though, regardless of who wants it or not. The owners want it. They want more money, and we're going to see 17 games. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is what I think the, the biggest thing is, the biggest thing people might be kind of missing in terms of the 17 games, also what they'll do is they'll go probably an extra uh, playoff game. So that instead of six teams per conference making, it'll be seven teams per conference making it. There'll be only one team will have a bye week. So 
we would see for us potentially if the deal gets done here sooner than later, I think we would see the, the, the extra playoff game in 2020. Uh, the 2020 season, obviously, the 2021 for a year there in January, next January. But I think that also then keeps those fans engaged, you know, because, hey, we, we've got another playoff spot there. you got another, you know, there. We've seen basically, hey, if you've got a bye week, that's kind of almost a, a ticket to the Super Bowl. I think we see more kind of, uh, you know, excitement, fan excitement. I wish we saw the Titans, you know, make a run and potentially they were one game away from the Super Bowl without, you know, that bye week there, but I think we'd see more, you know, Tennessee type type runs if if only one team, you know, got a bye week. And who knows? Maybe they go to eight teams where there where no one gets a bye week, and it's hey, you know, it's you know, uh, you know, this you know type of uh, kind of the NBA type of style there where where you know half the teams you know get into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Again, it comes down to money, dollars and cents. If they can make more money, pull more people in. Um, you know, we're seeing it at the combine. You know, it's starting to go prime time. I mean, we've been doing this so long. I mean, we were there, you know, talking years ago when, you know, they were even talking about the draft going to prime time. And now, now the, the coveted combine, um, fans are being allowed in. And now they're going to showcase the skill guys on, on the evening. So, you know, they can, you know, but I, again, I embrace it. You know, people want to see it. So, I mean, if I had my own business, I'd want to, I'd want to do the same thing. Um, Justin, um, let's just go on to uh, our topic here with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, fantastic career so far. I mean, in two seasons as a starter, you're talking about a Super Bowl MVP and an MVP of the National Football League. I mean, it just appears that, you know, this is a match made in heaven with the offensive guru and, you know, Andy Reid and the weapons he has. So, I mean, what kind of money do you think he's going to get? And the deciding bonus alone, where do you, where do you kind of think that's going to tip the scales at? Forty year, forty million APY, you know, kind of being there. I think we'll see, you know, over a hundred million dollars in guaranteed, you know, you know, money there. Uh, yeah, I think it's just going to be a record-setting, just blow, you know, kind of the, the socks off, you know, deal there. He's young, um, you know, he, he the Kansas City market loves him. He's he's a great face of the NFL. Um, obviously, was on the cover of Madden this year and just gotten more popular. Was you know the MVP. You know, everybody loves him. And again, great for him. Obviously, Lee Steinberg, his agent, you know, represented a ton of Hall of Fame quarterbacks like Warren Moon and Troy Aikman. Uh, so Lee knows what he's doing in terms of getting those deals. You know, those deals done for the you know the quarterback position there. Um, so yeah, I think we'll see a record type you know money there. You know, it will blow what Russell Wilson's making out of the water at least you know by five million, you know, five to six million APY. Uh, when, you know, when that deal gets done. And, you know, and you have to do it. It has to be done. But, I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, it's kind of a double-edged sword. You know, you, you talked about the, at the top of the program, you know, when – when you take these discounts or you have this money laying around, you know, you can bring in a Tyrone Matthews, you can bring in a Sammy Watkins. You know, once that money is sucked up into the, you know, Patrick Mahomes vacuum, um, that, that sprinkling of Tyrone Matthews or a Sammy Watkins or, you know, going out and getting a Terrell Suggs, those kind of dis- dissipate. Um, you know, do you think of all it's, – it's, it's the way it is, but uh, – you know, it's just one of those things that, I mean, I'm, it's not really as much of a question, it's more as just something to think about is, you know, the, the Chiefs make their path towards, you know, trying to build a dynasty. Are they going to be able to do that with such an investment in Patrick and maybe not being able to kind of delve into all the other things that come with, you know, putting a, you know, 53-man roster together? Yeah, I mean, you look at the Sammy Watkins kind of, they wouldn't be able to do that again with Mahomes and the money there. What it does is it forces the the scouts, the you know, the general manager to get guys, get rookies, to get guys, undrafted rookie 
free agents. I mean, you look at back in the day, you know, we remember, you know, uh, Peyton Manning and the Annapolis Colts. They had Marvin Harrison, you know, Reggie Wayne, Peyton Manning. It was basically sucking up, you know, Dallas Clark. Their, their offense was sucking up all the money. So they were playing with a ton of undrafted rookie free agents, you know, on their defense because they couldn't afford to pay anybody on, on the defensive thing. Now, again, they won one Super Bowl, got to another Super Bowl, but it does make it a lot harder. And, and you gotta, you're got you relying on guys who, you know, were, were street free agents or undrafted guys to be able to be, you know, contributors. And then, like you said, hey, we, you know, in the preseason, that's when you find those guys and different things like that, guys that were undrafted that can make it. And if you eliminate the preseason, you get it down to two or three games, how can you evaluate that not only on your own team, but, again, you're also your, – your scouts are looking at all the 31 teams yeah. to see who they're going to release. Yeah, like I said, it's a tricky slope, and like I said, I, the nurturing of young talent and the ability, you know, everything, and you know, the world we live in, everything's so fast-paced. There's there's little time for any development. Um, you know, even seeing the XFL, I mean, I'm I'm going to be honest, I have no desire to watch it. Um, but on the other end, I'm excited that it allows all these gentlemen an opportunity to continue doing something they love. And possibly, just like the CFL, you know, if you have get hot and you really put things together, you can get yourself an NFL contract. And once you're able to do that, you know as well as anybody, Justin, you know, that's life-changing money. You know, you can put a nest egg and retire, put your kids in college. You know, you're not going to be able to do that on a CFL or, you know, XFL contract. So, I mean, I, I like the idea that there's a league there and it allows these guys to kind of still develop their game, a la an NFL Europe type thing, although it's here in the States. But at the end of the day, man, I mean, they're just kind of, I think, you know, strangling the opportunities if they go this route by, you know, eliminating the preseason games of kind of allowing these kids to really develop. Yeah, and you've done a great job in terms of, you know, letting a lot of these guys get, get out there and get their platform with your, your shows and different things like that. Uh, have you talked or anybody that you, you know, kind of, you know, said, hey, hey, you know, in terms of they looked at the preseason, you know, any of your scout friends or anything like that, that, that look at that being a detriment as far as lessening the preseason? You know, I've talked to a few. I mean, they 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 moan and groan, Justin, about it. You know what I mean? They kind of act like it's you know a new a nuisance, if you will. But I I think that's just them kind of you know being you know I guess going through the motions year after year. But deep down, I mean, you you at least you know they know it, and you you have to have that tape. You have to see what these guys are going to do. I mean. You know, being at practice with each other. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I've seen you every day at practice. There's not much else to know. I know your, you know, I know your cadence. I know what you're going to do. I know how to beat you. You know how to beat me. You know, but when you line up against a new guy that's trying to do the same thing as you, make a team. You know, that's that's when uh, you know the lights come on for everybody. But uh, you know, we'll see. Like I said, I, I hope. I, I I think if I had to bet today, I'd say three preseason games, and then they'll go 17. And then I I actually I would say you know. We're going to get to 18 before we get to, you know, 20. By 2030, they're going to be playing 18 games in the National Football League. Yeah, and one, one more question in terms of preseason. Obviously, you don't work with the CFL and evaluated there. How much does that help you when you're, as far as evaluating the talent there, you know, for, for the CFL teams and different things like that? Is it more, is it better for you when you see them at training camp, or is it better for you on a preseason game? I personally like seeing the games. You know, I mean, when I've done the CFL circuit, you know, you you, you know, you go into an NFL facility, you know, you watch their tape, um, you know, you, you can watch the practices and, and break these guys down. But, you know, I, you know, I, I think, you, you know, you see the tape, and, you know, like anything, you know, you go, you watch all that tape, um, you know, say, hey, you know what, I, I like number 18, and I like number 19, and I like 55. 
you know, and then when you go to the game, you have your list and you kind of get to see these guys live in action. It doesn't always pan out, you know, because they might not get the reps or the snaps. But um, I'm always a game type guy. You know, you still got to watch the tape and you know and, and you know build it up. But uh, but I, for me, Justin, I really do watch in the tape. And, and if you, I mean, if you go to any preseason game, I mean. You know, you're going to have all the CFL scouts there. I assume you're going to have starting to have the XFL scouts there because, you know, we're eyeing all the guys that aren't going to make the 53-man roster or the practice squad, and, you know, we're going to look to try to suck them up, which is still difficult because, you know, these guys, you know, they're still going to wait for that phone call. So you got to find a guy that's really desperate and doesn't think he's going to make it, and then, you know, the sign with these teams, if not, these guys are going to kind of linger and, and hope and hope and hope and pray that they get picked up by the National Football League. Well, Justin, hey, man, I think a great first show. Um, like I said, we're going to try to continue and bring these each and every week, and uh, and we'll try to set a time. Um, it, you know, I don't know if folks out there listen. We'll, you know, we're going to post it, but uh, our our schedules are you know are difficult, so uh, we're going to try to make the best. But nonetheless, we're going to bring you a show each and every week. It just may not be at a set time, but nonetheless, Apple Music, iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, Google, you can listen and download each one of these podcasts at your leisure, and you know you can want to get on the treadmill and listen to it. You want to go for a walk. You want to drive in your car. You want to lay in your bed. You want to sit on the couch. Um, you know, you get all opportunities to just sit and listen to what me and Justin Van Fulpen bring you. Justin, hey, man, have a great weekend, and uh, I will see you uh, What down in about two weeks. Uh, we'll be down in Indianapolis for the combine. That's right. Can't wait. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy, uh, crazy thing. It's going to be so weird. I want to know how the nightlife is going to be. Because you know, usually that's when you know it's such a connecting hotspot. But if these these drills are going on at night, that's going to kind of suck up the time for you know scouts and coaches and all these guys. They're going to have to be at uh, Lucas Oil. Yeah, it's going to be Bo's going to be day drinking instead of night drinking. Everyone, so there's going to be a lot of nightlife. I don't, I don't, I don't think you're going to find those guys out because they're going to be at Lucas Oil and and then meetings and different things like that. I think I really do think as far as it's going to be guys, you know, trying to get together at lunch a lot more than guys get trying to get together for dinner. In all honesty. Yeah, definitely different dynamic. And if just you folks out there, I mean, you know, if you go down to the Indianapolis for the combine, you know, it, you know, the nightlife is a, you know, it's not so much a chaotic and wild, but it's just, um, you know, you're not going to be able to basically go into any place and grab a beer or, you know, dinner and not, you know, see, you know. X and X and X and X amount of uh, coaches and, and uh, scouts and, you know, people involved in the National Football League and, you know, the agent seminars. I mean, so it is a mosh posh, if you will, of uh, everything NFL. Justin, I love you, man. I'm, I'm so glad we're doing this. You're always so kind with your time as well. But, hey, have a great weekend, and I uh, can't wait to, you know, continue to build these podcasts. For sure. I'm looking forward to it, and you have the same thing. We'll talk soon, bro. Awesome stuff. Once again, that is Justin Van Poulfan. I'm Bo Marchant here on the JVP and Bo Show. This has been a C2P exclusive. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.